Welcome to the Leave Insert Guidance Podcast. My name is Donnacoe Mahoney. I'm a secondary school guidance counsellor and I also run the Leave Insert Guidance Instagram page. On today's show, I'm joined by Dr. Therese Moylan from IADT in Dunleary. We talk about the courses they have, such as new media studies, creative computing, applied psychology and digital marketing. Dr. Moylan also gives CEO advice for students, tells us what direct entry is, plus much more. Okay, so I'm joined by Dr. Therese Moylan from IADT. You're very welcome back onto the Leave and Start Guidance podcast, Therese. Thanks very much, uh, Donica. Delighted to be here. Uh, it's always good to get a chance to chat to potential incoming uh, students. Yeah, so last Wednesday, uh, the Change of Mind facility, the CEO Change of Mind facility opened up. Um, and I suppose we're looking at students today who are going to change their mind or going to change their order or omit courses or bring in courses to their CEO uh, by the 1st of July. And there's a few courses, I suppose, I know we've talked about course in IADT before, but there are a few courses that we didn't really get a chance to chat about. And we just want to remind students or tell students about these uh, brilliant courses on offer in IADT. And the first one I want to look at, because I find this course very interesting myself, it's the New Media Studies so you know, whether you're interested in documentaries, in social media, in production, whatever the case may be, um, this would be a great opportunity for you. Can you tell us a bit about the new media studies? Yeah, we're running this now for a number of years and uh, it's proven to be very popular. It, 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 it's a course that focuses on, you know, the new media label really refers to online media and what I often describe as smaller media. You know, when you think about something like film or TV, you're looking at big studios, big equipment. With online, me- with new media, you're, pro- you're looking at similar principles, but probably in smaller scale and smaller spaces. So, you know, YouTubing, vlogging, um, developing content for online media sources. Uh, and, and, and that can also cover businesses as well, because more and more of uh, advertising, commercial information, the presentation of uh, companies and everyone is moving to an online source. So it's all about generating that content. So it's about storytelling. It's about understanding the way to create a narrative around your story. It's about having the technology uh, and understanding of the technology to pull it together. So the course is very much a 50-50 is the way I would describe it in that there's a 50% component, which is all about developing the the critical thinking skills, the the narrative, the understanding of media and the underpinning of media. And then there is a very strong production piece, which is, you know, taking you into the radio studios, getting you used to using equipment, using audio equipment, learning how to podcast, learning how to do short videos. So that's the, the marriage, if you like. It's that kind of critical storytelling, critical thinking, understanding news, understanding media um, with the practical skill set to be able to develop um, content for that space. Yeah, so it's a very relevant degree. And we can even see from the last year and often when I'm talking to my students, a lot of what they look at and listen to is online. So they always tell me, you know, 
we don't listen to radio. We we listen to Spotify or mm. we would stream what we watch from YouTube or from a streaming service. Uh, yeah. So it, a lot of it is all online. And this is very practical degree. And I'd yeah. imagine with this degree then that there's a lot of graduate opportunities uh, with it. Because you had even mentioned kind of marketing has, has taken yes. really much online at the minute as well. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I mean, it, it, it obviously a lot. And what we're noticing is a lot of our um incoming students are probably they're very familiar with these technologies they're very familiar with the the landscape of uh, and and the areas that they're interested in a lot of that interest is coming from the online world so they're very comfortable with the concept um and uh, as you rightly say they consume news and media and entertainment in a very different way to maybe what i than what i did um so it's a space they're very comfortable in the good knowledge on but, it, you know, you can broaden that out to look at, uh, you know, all organizations, you know, from educational providers like ourselves through to, you know, um, you know, the government um, developing content, having having material for Twitter, for your social media feeds, for your advertising campaigns is 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 massive. You know, <laughs> so so there is a niche within which you can find yourself um you know, from kind of the commercial to the creative. Um, what's good about the course as well, I would thought, and, and it's, it's a feature of a lot of our programs here, is that there is a work experience uh, element as well. So in your third year, you go out on a work experience from um, January through to around this time of the year, the mid-May. And, and that's a real interesting opportunity to play with the potential areas that you might be interested in finding work um so yeah there's a, there's a lot of opportunity and the last 18 months have no undoubtedly you know um speeded up uh, for want of a better word the way in which uh, all of us are engaging with digital content yeah what i love about iadt uh, from talking to you guys and and being down on campus and all is you have created this creative hub it's very innovative down in iadt and allows and gives students the space to be innovative and with all these new concepts new online concepts uh, it allows students to learn about them figure them out uh, themselves which i think is brilliant mm. um so i suppose kind of keeping with that uh, kind of very relevant and topical uh, course um digital marketing of course would have some kind of similar um yeah. uh, modules probably to it but we see that marketing is more or less gone online now even with uh, the way third level institutes name the degree a lot of them have completely changed to digital marketing now yeah. as well yeah. um yeah it's it's yeah, it's a very interesting debate uh, academically in the sense that, you know, a colleague of mine here who who, who leads up the course, uh, you know, would say, well, it's marketing. Uh, we use the term digital because that's the medium that we're using. Uh, but I suspect in another couple of years, it will be called marketing and it'll all be digital. Yeah. <laughs> but digi digital, yeah, so our, our course is a fully, you know, it's fully focused on the digital marketing. Uh, so it's a marketing degree. It's a three-year degree, a three-year honours degree uh, with a work placement in it as well, which is, is is quite attractive. And like that, again, it's, I mean, we do that whole thing of the theory. You've got to understand the principles uh, behind marketing. So, I mean, you get a good foundation in, in, in basic principles from an academic perspective, then building on, you know, things like online consumption, understanding the consumer online, 
but also with that element, practical element. So, you know, there are, you rightly say, a little bit of overlap around content development, being able to, to um, do podcasts, to be able to tell short stories, you know, commercial pieces uh, online and create the content. So very, very focused on, on the digital space. And again, as I say, with that practical work experience, uh, in this case, it takes place in year two of the degree. So they go out and they work um, a, an internship during their, their, their three years. And even the assessment of this degree, I think it's more based on continuous assessment than terminal exams. Yeah, absolutely. It's 100% uh, continuous assessment, 100% project based. Um, so that gives us the opportunity to, for students to kind of work on developing the skills and competencies as well as, you know, getting to grips with the the the, the, um, the academic content. But yeah, they, they, so, so I suppose with an underlying uh, theme across a, a lot of our programs is we're very conscious of graduate employability and the, the, the capacity, if you like, to for our graduates to hit the ground running. That's important. Uh, so we do that really in the way we set up the assessments uh, with, with, you know, so there, it's not just knowledge, it's the skills and competencies that are being, being um, developed through the assessment process as well. Brilliant. And a few weeks ago, I was invited uh, to, as a guest speaker in IADT, to talk about women in computing. Yes. Uh, and I learned so much uh, about computing in IADT. I was really, really impressed. And there was a lot of graduates there t- telling their stories and that. But there's creative computing in IADT as well. Yeah. And the fact, and, and again, this is something I love, the fact uh, creative is in the title. Uh, and yeah. again, gives students the space to be innovative and come up with different ideas. Can you tell us about creative computing? Yeah, I suppose the, the the way I would describe the computing degree, I mean, it's a BSc in computing, so it's it's a, you know, so you do the you do the kind of things you expect, the programming, the maths, the the the, the kind of standard pieces. Where it, I suppose, the differentiating factor is that a lot of computing degrees are very much concerned with the back end and the 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 the, the technology, the software behind. Um, if, you know, which is behind everything we do at the moment would be in computing. Uh, but they, they also have a focus on kind of the design end and the front end. So how things look, how they feel, how, how intuitive they are. So it does bring that kind of creative element to play in, in, in the degree and in the offering. And again, a lot of project work, um, uh, obviously, in a degree like that. Yeah, and that's, for me, very reassuring to students, even students from the last couple of years who wouldn't have done a huge amount of major assessment or terminal exams going into a degree where most of it is based on uh, your year's work or your two or three oh. years work, which is a bit like the accredited grade system this year. Oh. It's based on two years work. Um, so oh. it's very reassuring for students going into that. that you know, oh. it's not just based on a terminal exam. And yeah. the last course I, I, I want to look at before we chat about a few other things is applied psychology in IADT. Oh. Um, now, you were telling me earlier on that your daughter actually did this course it indeed, yeah. So I, I, I have, I have some insight into the, uh, the the operation of it. Yeah, it's uh, it's again. I mean, it's it's very much. It's a great option to consider. It's a psychology degree. Fundamentally, it's a psychology degree. It is recognised by the Psychological Society of Ireland, which, as you know, is very important. 
for anyone who is considering, a, you know, a career as a psychologist, irrespective of the branch of psychology that you, you do, you have to do an undergraduate degree that is um, accredited by the PSI because you won't be allowed on to do your master's if you don't. So that is, a, is an important thing for anyone considering psychology. But again, we do it with a slightly, we do all the fundamental pro, um, modules you'd expect in psychology, you know, social psychology, cognitive psychology, you know, uh, education, learning, um, organizational, you know, all of them are there. But I suppose since its inception, it, we've also had a focus on, on um, psychology and technology. Now, when you think about that, the whole world has gone online. Um, and IADT was probably one of the first places to look at how humans, uh, how our psychological makeup uh, operates in a technological space or is influenced by a technological space. So students have a choice at, at the end of their first year. There's two streams in the degree. One is kind of what I would call the mainstream psychology route, where they would go on and, and, and focus very much on, on um, you know, the more traditional psych psychology subjects. Uh, the second route is, is where they investigate that piece around technology and psychology. And I mean, there's some common modules across both of them but they have a, a slightly divergent path. And what's, again, what's interesting about this is that, you know, it just, the roots and, and the, uh, the career opportunities that, that, that students uh, go on to or that the graduates pursue is just fascinating. Um, some of them do the, the, you know, will go on, do their masters, they do clinical, they do educational, they do um, social psychology, um, and, and they do that in, in, in all of the major centres. Um, others will go into business, um, and a lot of them get taken up by the, the, um, the technology companies, where that, that relationship between understanding how people behave in an online world and how technology influences that is, is, is a really valuable um, I suppose thing to bring to to the workforce uh, and to bring to to employment. So it's it's a very you know sometimes I think I think we can think very narrowly about what psychology is and where you go when you finish a psychology degree, but what we actually see is there's there's quite an array of options with that particular one. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say my own daughter actually did the the technology strand. Um, she was I wouldn't have described her as being, you know, the, the, a, a technology, you know, into a major time. Um, but she ended up um, having a couple of interesting um, roles when she finished. And she's she she she's currently working with Accenture. Um, so it, it, it's been it's been she did a lot in the um, startup space, which was interesting with technology startups and is now working with um with Accenture. Yeah, because I was um, chatting to a psychology lecturer and they're saying even as a graduate, you're very sought after by different companies because you're an expert in human behavior. Yeah. And if you can 
put in uh, technology along with that and, and problem solving and critical thinking that you'd be such an asset to a company, whether mm -hmm. it's in a business space, digital market space, product design space, whatever the case may be, that you'd be really sought after. So there, there are the obvious ones, the clinical psychologies, education yeah. psychology, that, but really even after just graduating uh, to mm -hmm. go into the private sector uh, is a great possibility as well, like your daughter has. And they have, a, they have a very good grounding in research methods and research methodology, as would be the case with psychology. And, uh, you know, that's a very, if you like, transferable skill set uh, across many different sectors. So, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting to watch where, where they go. But, uh, yeah. So, Chris, if, if I, there's students listening to this who are probably thinking, the last two years haven't gone so well for me. I don't know if I'm going to get the points to go into IADT or, or any place else. What are the alternative options for students, uh, you know, to get into IADT? I think I think it's really important to remind people that that you know what happens in this summer is not the end of the the world, and that isn't to diminish. You know, it, it's been a very tough two years. And we all want to see everyone do as, uh, you know, uh, as well as they can. But if it just it doesn't go your way, I mean, there's just two things I would say. The first thing I would say to everybody listening is make sure you fill out your CAO uh, completely. And um, so take your 10 choices at level eight and take your choices at level six and level seven. Um People don't always do that. Um, and the level six and seven should be investigated because most six and sevens, I mean, the system is a ladder. Uh, it's a ladder system. So you can get to where you want to go uh, if you investigate the ladder properly. So I think that's really, really important. And the uh, related to that, I would say, is fill it in with what you're interested in, first and foremost. Try and ignore the points. Um, because you don't have to spend all the money. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 you know, I think sometimes that can be confusing for people. You don't have to go for, 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 but think about your interests and think about what it is that gets you up in the morning. And, you know, be make your choices based on your interests. Uh, because if you're interested in something, you will be good at it. And if you are good at it, you will shine. And if you shine, as you get, you, you will survive and you will thrive. It, it's not about surviving, it's about thriving. So that's the kind of, I would say that to any student that's listening. If it doesn't go well or you're not feeling it's not going well, don't forget that you have the uh, further education option as well. Uh, that's a really critical point uh, to make as well um, because there are fantastic array of courses uh, available through the, the further education system. They're at QQI level five and level six. And depending on what one you do, you, could, you can research this and, and look at the courses. If you do a level five, you can apply again next year through the CAO for first year. If you're on a level six course, and depending on the, the QQI level six course you're on, you potentially could get into the second year uh, through what they call advanced entry or direct entry. So those routes are really, really important. Um, in our own case here in IADT, I look after the business, as you know, Donica, and we will take um, a QQI level six advanced certificate in business. We'll get into the second year yeah. of our 
business management degree or our applied entrepreneurship degree. So there are other pathways, and I think that's something to, to really research and consider. And that applies to other courses like the English and Equality, English and Media Studies. It applies to um, the business courses. Uh, psychology have some direct entry routes as well. So a lot of our courses here have a direct entry route, and that's true of other campuses as well. So it's well worth um, having a think about that because it doesn't always get enough attention. Yeah, it's great advice and, and no need to panic because there's plenty of options yeah. and opportunities yeah. for everybody. Just go back to the courses then, uh, Therese. Um, restricted courses, obviously change of yeah. mind facility, people are always told uh, you cannot add in the restricted courses, but there are one or two things you can do with restricted courses. I know yeah. you guys have a lot of restricted courses. We uh, do, yeah. So is there options for a student to kind of change their their the way it's laid out or... They can change the order, um, uh, but you have to have applied in in February because at this stage um, the portfolios have been have been uh, um, uh, uploaded and, and been uh, assessed. So you can't apply for the first time now, but you can change the order. So if you had, for argument's sake, not that it, if you had fine art, film, and animation for argument's sake on your CAO and you had them down as one, two, and three. You could uh, reorder them, um, you know, and change your preference uh, for those uh, those ones. So it, it does allow for a, that kind of change, but you can't apply at this stage directly. Yeah, and, and again, that's good advice. So you're not uh, uh, filling out your CEO wrong. And kind of finishing up here, Trace, why why will should students apply for IADT? Uh, okay. you know, what, what it, what's the reasons you'd give they should apply for IADT? Okay. I suppose one of the things I would say is um, our scale and our size allows us to get to know our students. So on most programs in IADT, your class size, your biggest, your, your absolute biggest class size might be 60. On, uh, on average, you're looking at, and even when that happens, you're, you're, you're going to be subdivided for certain things. Um, so you're, you're looking at class sizes of between 30 and 40. Um, so by Christmas of year one, a lot of the staff will know the students. And this is something I think our students do appreciate because they know who to go to. Um, and they're reported to us as being something that is, is, is attractive. Uh, the second thing I'd say is that the practical nature of what we do across all of the, the disciplines in the Institute um, is attractive to many students. It is, it is, we're constantly looking at the application as well as the theory. So, you know, you can learn about something, but then what, how can you do it? Um, and, and I think that 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 is important, and that again, the placement has in a lot of the programs and has been extended into a lot of of, of uh, even the the creative art programs are now um, offering work placement, work based projects. So that that grounding in the real world, I think, is is also very very attractive. And then there's a nice vibe. Our students are great um, at the moment. I am rattling around a rather empty building, um, but uh, please God, when we get out of, of the current restraints and the current conditions, um, there's a very nice vibe on, on the campus and 
it's easy to connect. And then we have all of the other things that you'd expect, like good student societies, uh, lots of options to explore your your extracurricular activities as well. Brilliant. So a reminder for students that when they're looking at the change of mind to have a look at IADT for all the courses that they have on offer there. Uh, Therese, I know the spotlight sessions on YouTube and on your website are really, really good as well. And I'd advise students, whatever course you're looking at, to maybe check out the spotlight sessions. They're excellent. Uh, Dr. Therese Moylan, thank you so much for joining me again on Leaving Cert Guidance podcast. I really appreciate it. Not at all. Our pleasure. Thanks, Danica.